Yo, 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 what it do? It's your favorite uncle, Uncle Nee. Today I got a special guest in the building with me. Guest, introduce yourself. This is Terry from Gary, 219 in the building. That's what's up, that's what's up. Uh, so today I was chilling and I was watching Sopranos. I had a good weekend today, baby. We did good, made some money. I'm all right. How you feeling though over there, Terry from Gary? I just got off work. Hard times. Another day, another dollar. Another dollar, baby. That's what it is. So today we troubleshooting hard times, man. So, Terry, I want you to explain what a hard time is to you. So I would say a hard time to me is going through something mentally, physically, and emotionally. Mm. Something that can bother you to the point that you break down. Mm. Especially when you go to the point of crying. Mm. That, to me, is taking it to another level. Yeah, I agree with that. Me too. Hard times can be in many different forms. It can be emotional. It could be health. It can be financial. Anything that kind of gives you pushback in life. Anything that makes you like, ah, I feel three steps back now. That's a hard time to me, so... Like we saying the same thing just in a different way, but let's talk. Let, let's start troubleshooting this shit. So, like, what do you do when you usually go through a hard time, though? So most of the time, when I go through a hard time, I take myself away from everything and everybody. Mm. I need to get into a quiet space where it's just me and my thoughts. Is that because you feel like sometimes you might get? The emotions might take you might take it out on somebody else. Yeah, I used to. Now I'm at a point that emotions don't bother me to the point where I'm gonna jump on somebody or something like that. Everything now, you know, what I'm saying is more mental. Hmm. Mm. Damn. So, like, how you put? How you even separate mental and emotional? Because we're all humans. When we hurt first, hear like bad news. You're, you're 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 emotional. You're not really thinking on your mental side. A, a lot of us, because like usually when something hits your core, it, it, it's a it's a feeling. So emotions is gonna run everybody. Emotions is most of the time what you're gonna hit first. Mm-hmm. But sometimes if you can take that emotion and use that shit as energy. Huh. That is the best thing. If you can use that as energy, then you can force yourself to do something else that can get you away from that. Like a motivation type person. Mm-hmm. Shit, that's crazy too. Because like a lot of times when um I go through like some bullshit, the first thing I do is I react emotionally. Like, I'd be like, God damn, like, you know, you want to cuss up that storm and shit. And then, like, another thing I used to have a lot of problems with when I was, like, in my earlier 20s 20s is I used to look for a motherfucker to blame. Yeah, I used to blame people, but my pops, my pops was never the one to say blame somebody else. You know, you got to get it done no matter what. So it's either you or bust. Mm. Shit, I used to blame anybody, bro. I used—I'm <laughs> telling you, it was times where, I, like, you didn't even have to be around me. Just, 
just once you walked in that that spot and like we in that area together, I will find a way to blame you. Like it used to be terrible, but now I really take accountability for everything because like in order to go through a hard time, you kind of created it. Even sometimes you you don't have the power to create it. It might just be like God's plans, but a lot of times we create our problems. Sometimes yeah, and sometimes no. And I let me elaborate on that more. So you can create a hard time by if you know you got a bad tire and not changing it out. Mm-hmm. Then you end up in the flat on the side of the road. Like that was all you. Mm-hmm. But then you have times like I had my biggest hard time a year ago. My brother passed away. Rest in peace. So when my brother passed away, that right there took me down a real dark road. Like at that point right there, I'm looking for somebody to blame. So uh, was it CVS? Was it COVID? Was it, you know, they said he had blood clots. You know, who's at fault? Nobody knows. But at this point right here, I have to figure out how do I move forward? Because my brother's already gone. So where do I go from here? So mentally, emotionally, everything about me was down. So I had to slowly start chipping away at that. Mm. And even to this day, I still got days where I sit in the vehicle and start crying because I know my brother ain't here no more. Mm. So... How, how, how did you kind of get through that? Like, I know you're not done grieving. Well, did you get done grieving, kind of, on that? Like, I'm not trying to tap into more so the loss of it, but I'm trying to tap into, like, how we can motivate ourselves when we are facing those type of challenges. I would say yes and no. So you have your initial grievance where uh, when you have a family member that passed, you get hit so hard that at that point, you want to do absolutely nothing. But at the same time, I was looking at it like this. My brother was doing something great. He was making a lot of music and he was well on his way. He was doing interviews. He had actually got on the radio station WGCI. Hmm. So What's that? What's that? Like that? That's the Chicago station. Okay. So... When you start getting on WGCI and that is the biggest station in Chicago, that that lets you know right there you're coming. And he was coming. Now it just so happened that not too long after that interview, he ended up passing away. So what I did was I took that grief right there and I motivated myself to say, well, Now I have to sit up there and put off all this negative energy. So all that negative energy, I got to sit up there and push down. Now, they always say pressures. um, Pressures are build downers. Yeah. But at the same time, my thing is when you run into a situation where that pressure is just so much for you, you have to have a good support system. Mm. Like that is the key to everything. If you don't have a good support system, you're wasting your time. What would you say to a person that 
didn't create the finance, I mean, didn't create the hard time. Like, say somebody that was going through, like, a financial problem. Like, say say they was always making ends meet, but bills just keep on coming and they, like, going through, like, a real fucked up time. Like, they just can't seem to catch up with it. Like, shit like that. Shit that, like, we kind of don't have power over. Like, I know you can create a better um, income for yourself, but say, like, that job always been supporting you and all that shit, and, like, somebody's just getting in over their head with bills now. Like, you know, COVID came up, so a lot of shit's got fucked up. Inflation and shit like that. So, part of that is up to you to realize what you're good at and what you're not. Mm. So... Before, I used to work at the Walmart distribution. So working there, I was it was a dead end. It was go to work, same thing every single time. And at the same time, wasn't making that much money. But I took that and I was like, well, let me go to school. Went to school for HVAC. Now, yeah, it was hard those seven months. But at the same time, once I got out of there... Then I can use that money, that extra money to get some relief. So when bills start backing up on you, like it's up to you to put yourself in a situation where you take yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. I agree with that shit because when I be going through like financial shit, I'm not shit, I'm human. When I be going through financial shit, I always try to uh, figure out like what you said, what you're good at. And I always try to figure out where I can make extra cash at or something like that. So... When you're going through, like, something financially, I always tell somebody, like, break down your bills. Break down your bills. Find out where you can uh, kind of pick up another uh, another gig or something like that. Because I done did the two-job gig before. So, financially, you, you kind of got to, like you said, know what you're good at. Now, say somebody's going through, like, a health crisis and shit like that. They don't know, like, say their limbs ain't as strong as they used to be. Shit like that, like life, life, life and death type situations. So when you say health mm-hmm. and especially like when you go to limbs and stuff like that, like it's certain things you can't use it as an excuse. You look at some of the people in the military, they got their legs blown off. They got their arms blown off, but you can see them out there thriving. Mm. They're out there thriving more than I am. So you certain things you can't use as an excuse. Now, if you're saying you're going to the point as like um, deaf illness, like cancer or something like that, then best thing you can do is be be ready for what's gonna come. Like that's the only thing you can do because that's a death sentence. Once you're on the death sentence, that's nothing you can do. That that's God's plan. So you just think being uh, positive about everything would, would probably be a good factor in that? Because like you saying acceptance, but say you somebody accepts something, but they don't want to believe it at the same time. So it's like they like, I accept that I'm sick, but I don't believe it's a death sentence. Yeah, because it, it, it's been some people that... Miracles happen every day. Yeah, and that's why I was going with that. There are some people that turn themselves around by just being positive, mm-hmm. by, you know, getting second, third opinions, you know, talking to different people, doing different herbs. So it's always a way. Mm-hmm. But 
you have to have expectations too. So your expectation is maybe I might not make it through this. So you have to have a plan. If I'm not, this is my plan right here. I have to set up something. I need to let let everybody know, hey, this is what I'm leaving. This is where I'm going. This this is my plan. Hmm. It sounds like you're saying take accountability for a lot of things too. Yes, but mm-hmm. there's always a but to that. So if you put yourself in that position, then that's the position you put yourself in. Like somebody that has um, a disease, a sexual disease, they put themselves in that position by not wearing a rubber. Mm-hmm. So you put yourself in that position, there is, you know, cause and effect. Mm-hmm. So whatever you did, there's a downside to that. Mm, so everything has a pro and a con to it. Because <laughs> you use the sexual thing. I'm like, oh, it felt good not going, yeah. going wrong. But then you got you to live with the choices you made, mm-hmm. with the consequences that come with it. Yeah, and, and I mean, I, I had one friend back in the day. Don't put him on blast. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? But it, it, it's, you know what I'm saying? One of my homeboys from Gary, man sit up there like to go raw. Well, <laughs> he, he ran across a woman that, you know what I'm saying, like to go raw with everybody. And she felt like because she got it, she was going to get as many people as possible. Mm, ain't that dangerous. So when she did that, he didn't know that she had it, but once he caught it, that was his death sentence. Like he he was like, yeah, I'm not using them. This is this is what I'm doing. It feels good, you know. I don't like the no feeling over there, but that Ooh, boy, that you, was his decision. Who you doing somewhere else with this one? You got me squinting this shit. Yeah, I don't like. <laughs> but that I mean that that's that fire though. Like, you, <laughs> hey, hey, you burn that, that shit. That's so, that fire. Damn, you make that shit so worse than it is, probably <laughs> shit. I, I I pray nothing ever happened to me like that. I got a wife, so I'm I'm sticking with my wife. Yeah, wrap it up, wrap it up. Don't go through a hard time by going wrong. Wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> but let's let's it's time to troubleshooting now. So right now we told you like ways that you can, but let's 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 really get nitty gritty down to it. So hold on, before we troubleshoot it, I'm gonna talk about somebody that I feel like inspires me when I uh, go through like adversity and shit like that. Like my grandmother, uh, this woman, I, I don't even believe she ever had a, like a real job for real. I never seen like, she wasn't a working woman for real. She probably lived off of welfare or whatever, but she always kept a good household. Like her household was like to the point where all my uncles that were going through like transitions and shit, they used to stay there. And, like, mm-hmm. as her grandkid, I was always in there with my other cousins and shit. So, we lived amongst each other. And, like, I never heard her complain. Because those are fucked up situations when um you got to live with your mother again and shit like that. Especially when you're, like, a grown-ass man. And it's not... And you don't know when the next time you're going to catch a good breeze. So, those are, like, fucked up situations. They can be. Well, and, and that's why having family is a good thing, too. Like... My grandmother was the same way. Like, she had everybody in her house. You know, she took care of everybody. Not just her family. People on the street. People in the neighborhood. Somebody was hungry. She gave them something to eat. So, it's just... I came from that era. Mm -hmm. That era is long gone now. Mm. 
Like now, you know, you take care of your family. I mean, some people don't even do that. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, is when you have a grandmother that take care of the family, that take care of the neighborhood, that makes when you grow up, you want to do the exact same thing. Right. You know, pass it down to somebody else. Right. So all it is is knowledge. Right. So where I was kind of getting at with that is that like she been through probably like so many fucking different challenges and I never heard her complain. So what I'm taking from her story is that count your blessings because like I said, she never complained. Like I'm talking about it was she would go shopping, be food in the house one day, the next day all the food gone. Uh, fucking so she's living with little boys pissing on the toilet seat was probably a non-stop bro and I never heard her complain of course she checked this on shit like make sure you wiping up after yourself but it was never no god damn why I can't never live in my own house by myself it was never none of that petty shit so like <laughs> but one thing I always used to see her doing is she always used to read her little scriptures and shit but one thing she also did was count her fucking blessings so like I'm going to take that as my troubleshooting as a little bit for troubleshooting the difficult time, hard times and shit is count your blessings because yes, you might be financially challenged, but if you have strength and breath in your body, you, you have another opportunity. Mm-hmm. So, and, and therefore even with illness, you might be sick, but look at the love, the, the love around you. Because you always got somebody usually when you're sick that cares about you. Somebody's praying for you. Mm-hmm. Like your story is still going somewhere. And then like your legacy is still continuing. So like I always tell somebody when you're going through a difficult time. I love telling somebody this. I got a homeboy that make music. He go through challenges all the time. And I tell him all the time like yo speak that shit. It makes your music better. Speak, tell your story because somebody out there is listening. And then, like, when you go through somebody that been through a, hard, a tougher time than you, or you might be that person that went through a tougher time than somebody else, you're lending a hand to them. So they're going to listen to your story and listen to the way that you troubleshot that shit. And you're pulling them up, so you're, you're, you're inspiring them. You're giving them a light, light bulb that going off, like, shit, you did it. Let me, let me take your advice and see what I can pull out of it. So... For me, troubleshooting it is counting your blessings and just knowing that you have another opportunity because if you got breath in your body, it's always another way and it's always another day. Now, to me, with troubleshooting it, I would say the support system. You have to have a support system behind you. It can be family. It can be friends. You have to have somebody behind you that you can trust, that when you tell them something, they're going to give you good information back, but just not cater to just only your feelings. They're going to tell you the truth. Mm. Sometimes that truth can be your light, but a lot of people don't want to hear it. So have a good support system. Mm. Mm. Both of them are good ways of troubleshooting. Man. I really feel like somebody going to hear that shit and they're going to be like, yeah, that was some real spill right there. Because it's many ways you could troubleshoot a fucking hard time, but those are our ways. So I say that to say this, like when you're going through it, just keep on going. Don't burn out because it's, it's a challenge in your face. Just keep on rocking. Like they say, uh, God gives his, uh, was it? He gives his toughest challenges to his strongest soldiers or something like that. Keep on pushing. So 
that's that's our way of troubleshooting it. Terry from Gary, you got anything you want to add to this? No. Good being on the show, bro. Hell yeah, that's what it is. I appreciate you uh, coming through, dropping some gems. Hopefully this reaches out to somebody and they uh, take away what, what we said. Or, like I said, if you want to come on the show and you got another way to troubleshoot it, I'm open to opening up any of the topics I already talked about previously. Holla at me. But anyway, guests say your pre- peace out. Peace out. All right, baby. We out. Holla.